Hello and welcome to another episode of the India Independent Films Podcast. Um, for the five loyal listeners that we have, in case you're wondering if uh, Rahul Desai's voice has suddenly turned this soothing, I'm very sad to announce that that hasn't been the case. Uh, I'm Polymy. Um, and before this episode, I have uh, made an appearance in several episodes of the podcast as a token human ho- woman with opinions. So I'm very glad that today I've been given a promotion to host and uh, uh, Rahul has been very kind enough to hand over the reins of this episode for a very, very important cause, which is um, uh, describing and dissecting Netflix's Indian matchmaking, the reality show that uh, everyone wants everyone else to stop talking about, even though they can't stop talking about it. And uh, to do, uh, to dissect this great moment in pop culture, I have with me my friend Aditya Sri Krishna, who's also the film critic for Silver Screen and also runs a very insane film podcast called The Other Banana that you should really check out. So welcome, Aditya. Uh, Hi. Hi. How does it feel? Firstly, I would like to ask you, how does it feel? Um, to come into a safe space like this without Rahul's nervous energy. Yeah, I know. I mean, the, it's great to be in this space, but I just now hope that people also hear the podcast and Rahul is not there. Yeah, I think this is going to be a true test of our popularity, whether we are popular yeah. at all or not, because it's going to be very sad if you and I are the only two people who end up listening to this podcast once it comes out. But but I think that to circumvent this, why we chose this Topic, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. But I mean, before we dive in, I would also like to inform everyone that this by no means is a coup. Um, the reason the podcast is missing Rahul is because he hasn't watched Indian matchmaking. Uh, clearly, he's busy watching Inception for like the 10,000th time. So I'm essentially doing this whole podcast, like my contribution to this podcast is to convince Rahul to watch the uh, show. So hopefully after you and I make some really interesting points, he's going to be so upset and filled with FOMO that he'll end up watching it. Okay, let's get into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so firstly, like, uh, Aditya, I wouldn't, like, think of you as someone who would have watched a reality show like this because uh, um, you also, like, tweeted, I think, a couple of days ago where you asked everyone to stop hate-watching things. Uh, so how would you like to tell me a little about what made you watch the show? Well, um, so 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 I, I I initially I didn't plan to watch it, uh, and I was kind of uh, bummed with all the hate watching tweets uh, all over my timeline on mostly Friday and Saturday, um, and I generally hate the term hate watching. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's kind of uh, I, I'm not a fan of that whole thing. I'm sure it, it, people have fun with it, but uh, it is. Uh, I, I just believe that if you don't like something, you can just not watch it. So, uh, so I don't get the point of hate watching. But then hmm. on Sunday, uh, my wife and I just uh, randomly started watching it, and then then it turned out to be interesting. And hmm. which is why I was um, uh, thinking that uh, what is exactly the reason uh, that people are hate watching this? That it's hmm. not. Uh, it's not. It, it is reality TV. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the one, the closest reality TV that I've watched is only Master Chef Australia. Nothing else I've watched. Uh, but I was wondering, what is it uh, that? Um, I mean, what, what are they laughing about in this show? I mean, of course, there are lots of cringeworthy uh, 
uh, moments and conversing things being said, but it's all uh, it's it, it also exposes the bigotry and the casteism and classism that goes along in in this process of uh, matchmaking, which seems to be a euphemism for arranged marriage. Uh, hmm. So so I. So, so I was really left wondering that uh, this is a show that must be engaged with in a more serious way than uh, what um, uh, people were doing um, for the larger part of Friday and Saturday. So I was, hmm. uh, I, I, I just thought that if this can be and probably should be taken seriously uh, instead of uh, you know just marking it as something uh, that is uh, that doesn't deserve your time or anything. Hmm. Yeah, like I mean, I have different reasons for not liking the term hate watching in general. Because firstly, like I feel like it's such a reductive term in the sense that if you're watching something, if you're spending say six hours, and in this uh, case there are eight episodes of almost forty minutes each, so you're like watching it for a good six seven hours. And the reason that's making you click from one episode to the other is either a you're enjoying it and like whether even if you don't agree with what you are seeing or you disagree with it there is a moment of enjoyment or there's a degree of enjoyment and when there's an enjoyment uh, factor involved in it you can't call it hate watching i feel like a lot of people especially um uh, given like social media's uh, political standards of watching of like the things you should be watching to be considered someone serious on social media like worthy of social capital is also like something people aspire for which is why i think This term says a lot more about like how much people want to distance themselves from the fact that they enjoy something like this. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm I'm always very interested in Indian reality TV only because I think I mean that's the easiest way to understand our society in general, right? Because I mean, these are people you see acting out without any filter or any script. I mean, that should tell you more about like us than anything else, and also. it's also i mean like obviously there's a shock value to derive from it right like all of us love watching to a certain degree people embarrass embarrass themselves on like if not publicly on record right just the fact that this is not happening to me is like a so also a source of enjoyment yeah so like, is, uh, so if want to me to relate uh, say something related to that in, in the case of indian matchmaking it's actually Weird that people are laughing on <laughs> those terms. That this is something that doesn't happen to me because yeah, yeah. Uh, because most of them who are tweeting or most of them who were who, who at least in my timeline in my circles for obvious reasons for sociological reasons uh, a large number of my friends are upper class upper class and they all married into the same upper class. Uh, so so it it, it is um, so I was really. Uh, Uh, it, and I think a lot of people did wonder about it. A lot of people did talk about this. That uh, what exactly are you laughing about when we have ourselves uh, been through? I mean, go through it. Have have go have gone through it, and I've also gone through completely with it. Like we we, we are we have married into uh, the same class, the same caste, mm-hmm. and uh, so what exactly are you uh, laughing at? Hmm. I think you know, for me, especially because I'm someone. who is in my late 20s and who has like parents who are very eager to see me married sometime soon like part of the reason i'm watching it is also because like i like reality tv anyway like if there is anything related to reality tv you know i will be the first one watching it but also the second reason i feel for me a large part of it was the fact that 
I had the comfort of knowing that this wouldn't happen to me. You know, when I say that, you're absolutely correct about the fact that you know, even even though I occupy almost the same circles as the protagonist in the show, like the participants who are all upper class, privileged, well to do. But I know that even if you know, sometime in the future, I have to deal with arranged marriage. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be this version of it. When I say that, I mean you know, there's a clear divide between the Indian part of Indian matchmaking and the Indian American part of Indian matchmaking, where the Indian part comes with a lot of like the version of arranged marriage that the truly Indian part is in the bit that's set in Bombay, where they have the three Mumbai participants, uh, uh, where they follow them. It's very the version of arranged marriage is a very traditionalist. Uh, regressive version in the sense that that involves a little bit of humiliation and degradation of the um potential bride like for example you know you know that they're going to say like very stupid things and i know that even if i had to um go through something like this in the future it might be of a more equal kind of variety even though the flaws of it still remain so i think it, it also comes from that superiority complex kind of place where people are like okay this is a reality but it's not my reality yeah exactly and uh, uh, i think that is something that people have failed to recognize uh, yeah. and um, uh, so coming to the show itself it was um, uh, i was wondering uh, if there the, the problem with the show begins uh, with the point of view that it takes like it takes the point mm-hmm. of view from seema right uh, so seema yeah. is narrating yeah. everything seema is saying everything and she seems uh, and she is saying everything um, the way she talks is pretty much you can uh, uh, make out that this this is how her work is she is not making any of this up and uh, because it's coming from her uh, it I, i think the show misses a point a, a critical or a third view that it could have taken uh, in, uh, in into all the things that are being said in the show or, or being shown in the show um, and because it comes everything comes from Seema I, I, I think the show lost a, a really uh, big opportunity there uh, where it could have uh, uh, commented on the uh, problems with this whole process Uh, hmm. I'm not sure if they wanted to, but if hmm. they had to, I think that's the only way they could have done. Because take, uh, like beginning with uh, her narration and her uh, telling the story, it's, it's definitely uh, was, um, was was not going to uh, uh, be. It was it was not going to be that kind of show. Hmm. You know, that's actually my main problem also. But before, like, just a kind of a summary for anyone who isn't aware what Indian matchmaking is. It is this. part reality series part docu series out on netflix where we follow seema taparia a middle aged uh, matchmaker who calls herself an elite top matchmaker and who introduces herself to everyone on the show as hi i'm seema from mumbai which i thought was quite funny in the uh, in the later half of the season but anyway so we follow this uh, matchmaker and uh, throughout the course of the season she meets with the families of like eight or no i think seven potential families who want their kids to get married and all of the um, men there are men and women all they are in their 20s and 30s uh, i particularly noted that the the indian uh, the the people who are from bombay and from delhi are were much younger than the participants in the show who were indian american like i know nadia nadia was 30 uh aparna i think was the oldest single uh, woman she was 34 rupam was a divorcee who was around 36 37 and uh, there was am i 
am i missing anyone i think that was it for the indian american part of it and the and yeah towards the towards the end there was one person i think where they kind of teased that that would follow yeah. into season 2 but i don't quite recall her name or age i know on the indian side of things there's uh, two very interesting men one is uh, the 30 year old pradhuman who calls himself not a rich pretty boy even though that is exactly who he is like throughout the season everything he does from like making miso paneer or like you know throwing nitrogen oxide in food and uh, making it seem like the next einstein invention or uh, or that bit where he is actually showing seema all the clothes that he has designed for the ganesha idol and how he has a whole wardrobe of it like screams pretty rich boy to me and the other is akshay i think that he is the person that the show begins with um this 25 year old i think he's the youngest on the show the 25 year old business heir yeah. of a very very affluent family whose mother does all the talking and i know there are parts where he can't even like string together one whole sentence and you can make out that he's clearly not ready for marriage and the fact that he's been forced into it i thought was a very nice could have been a potentially nice argument to say you know how this is a practice that kind of uh, you know is harmful towards men also and not just women even though like the odds are obviously stacked against women because it's inherently a practice that's unequal when it comes to men and women and the other one and the last participant is i think ankita from delhi yeah and she is she is somewhere around 32 i think so yeah like you were saying um one of my problems with the show is also the fact that I understand why they chose the perspective or they chose Seema as their protagonist as the narrator of the show but uh, the the only downs because she's also like given the job that she does like you said the way she's saying it you can say you can see that you know she's not making things up and if you've lived in India for even like 5 years you know that's exactly the way things would go especially in like upper like for the 1% to so to say which the show represents like people who are rich wealthy and really have no reason to like be better human beings or like you know uh, understand that some of the practices that they might have grown up with are not practices that should be reinforced for the next generation like they genuinely don't have any reason to speculate or to like unlearn things so to say um yeah. so i understand that makes for very good tv but also like i felt that it was i thought it was a little bit of the cluelessness of the makers also like they had no opinion of for themselves uh they were basically anything that taparia was saying was being passed around as fact even though that's only her opinion right even though it might be an opinion based on a lived in experience so that for me was one of the biggest uh, deal breakers because that changes the show from being just a reality tv because they were also trying to do a documentary of sorts which i don't think they should have done they should have just made it a reality series yeah, but that kind is, of yeah. sorry sorry i just wanted to complete this that kind of made it as in look like for me it didn't just become a show that was revealing something but it was also a show that was endorsing a point of view which like we talked about is that sima's point of view which to be fair is true but also very regressive yeah uh the see so you, you, what what you said is right uh, i i think uh, the show uh, the show runners the show creators uh, i'm not sure if they really identified or they know uh, who are the audience for this show uh, are uh, for example if this is this is a netflix show this is going to be um, uh, it's, it's going to be available internationally 
and uh, when you uh, when you have indians watching it we know how everyone reacted uh, the the larger part of probably you know the top 1% top 2% of the population how they reacted we know and um, uh, but how 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 do americans react to the show like what did they learn from the show uh, like is there any attempt to go deep into the complexities of these this arranged marriage of this matchmaking process like how, how many things that are involved in this right from you know caste to class do they i mean um, i i don't think they reveal seema's um, uh, you know uh, like oh, what what how much she charges or anything like that so 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 so, so do they declare what or what is the clientele that seema has like how like who are these people and what what uh, what's their uh, economic class i mean it's obvious from seeing mm-hmm. but you know, but for someone outside who is watching it is not going to immediately get it yeah. and yeah. Uh, and 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 they don't know a large part of uh, uh, population that is also uh, that is suffering even worse from this 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 this, this patriarchal uh, process absolutely uh, i mean i mean these sounds like for example there is this made in heaven right like we, yeah. we had a there was a uh, there was an episode uh, in a wedding where uh, the, the the bride is asked to take a duty test and, yeah. and there, there is a whole uh, uh, thing of a dowry and these things are still happening so yeah, so yeah, from yeah. the home maker so point in, of view i more think so- yeah. more so in these wealthy setups like just because these are people who have a fair amount of money wealth to boast of it doesn't mean that they also don't ask for dowry yeah. you know yeah. and i feel like that's one of the main components of an arranged marriage setup why like so many families still prefer going that route because it's a matter of reputation right the fact that the girl's family will give you something yeah so 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 so, so, so i was wondering that this uh, the the showrunners uh, never really bothered about who, who who who's the audience for the show are uh, and uh, how 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 do they uh, see a show like how 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 is someone outside india is going to what do they learn from the show i mean if it's just if, i mean if, if, if the, the show owners are going for you know uh, looking at it and laughing at it then uh, then it's even worse yeah uh, yeah yeah but they really had something in mind when they're doing the show then i think they, they should have done done better Yeah and I think you know a lot of people like when you criticize a show like this or you point out like certain blind spots I, I've noticed especially a, a couple of days on Twitter the past couple of days a lot of well meaning people are also pointing out that you know why are you reading so much into it because at the end of the day it's a reality show it's a fluffy entertainment it's not meant to be you know your art house entertainment which i agree with like a reality tv is supposed to be fun and fluffy and you know it's like rodies or splits villa but also i also feel like a reality show should also be true to what it's doing i mean you don't see a splitsvilla like giving you i don't know like not being like in splitsvilla you know what you're expecting and they'll show you only that part of like they're very specific about what they're showing they're not trying to be like okay this is and representation of the indian youth which i feel like indian matchmaking is doing like what you what you pointed out is that their audience even we like it or hate it is 80% like the audience that they are going to cater to or the show is going to attract are americans or are like f- like the audience abroad they are not people indians are not the primary audience for this so like you mentioned the fact that they have no context to any of the people they're seeing on screen like for instance we have no idea about how much taparia charges for her um, services which i was very interested to know because her introduction starts with her boasting about how she is very thorough which means that she goes she prefers meeting yeah. uh, all her clients in person and then the next uh, 
frame has her flying to like america and she flies to america like you know she does it faster than it takes to takes you time to go from bandra to andheri so obviously i'm pretty sure that's a lot of like uh, expense i mean i'm pretty sure she's very very hard to afford so unless you give me that context once you tell me that okay this is how much she charges even if i don't know this culture or this country in my head i would know that okay only a certain section of the society could afford her so this is yeah. meant only for a few and the other thing is that i mean i get uh, i get that you're telling me that um, you know this is um, like we we live at a time where arranged marriage is not as uh, patriarchal as it used to be like at least the leanings are i mean slightly devoid of that like right now you can imagine a possibility of an arranged marriage setup where the woman isn't being oppressed like say would be for like two three previous generations but i mean it's still like i i don't know i think it's still irresponsible to show me a modern version of a cultural practice that is steeped in misogyny patriarchy and like uh, basically like lots of emotional labor one sided practice which is like a calculated practice to maintain caste hegemony and like uh, maintain your class and uh, you don't give me that history like the fact that it's modern is fine like you know it's a different yeah, version you. today but you also need to tell me what it was like at least like 20 years ago and in most cases what it continues to be yeah i, I mean in, I, i would say it, it continues to be just as worse or maybe even worse in some cases but at the yeah, same time definitely. Uh, w- w- same time like like, like you said um uh, we we don't like the show is uh, it's not able to uh, make uh, distinguish between wanting to be you know the uh the, the very fun and no frills uh, reality show that people can just you know uh, um, make it a light watch and a documentary where you actually have a critical eye or you actually mm-hmm. are, are telling uh, uh, or talking about a larger system uh, because because uh, we, we see everyone's biodata in a close up and mm. and i think if i remember right there, there are biodata where uh, you can see the caste kshatriya yeah. and all yeah. very clearly yeah. and when yeah. you're going to say these things and then the last uh, the last girl is at the end there is a uh, to just wrap up the show we meet uh, uh, the indian american girl, girl of the yeah. family yeah and she talks about how uh, caste is not a barrier for me but i i don't i want a woman fair and not someone dark mm-hmm. and and, mm-hmm. and, and, and and but but the show never takes uh, yeah yeah like, uh, a different i mean it doesn't try to comment on these things just just presents it And, yeah. and and i think uh, at, at some level uh, the show becomes dishonest in a way that uh, yeah. it's not ready to comment on it but uh, it is uh, it takes the easy route of just showing it and and and, and, and not not uh, getting into the complexities of the whole whole, whole yeah. thing and and, and i remember thing. there's an episode where even seema says that you know caste is never a problem and she yeah. says that to nadia who's an indian american where you know caste not being an issue still makes sense i mean i'm still okay with uh, uh, i mean like digesting a show like that which only focuses on indian americans and doesn't tell me anything about caste you know i'm fine with that i'm willing to give it the leeway but the moment you have joint families you have like a participant where whose mother is forcing him to marry and who clearly like want a certain type of a girl or a boy how can you not mention caste in a country where you know like you said i mean the repercussions of resisting arranged marriage in the show 
like akshay who's the only one who's very in in the beginning he's very hesitant to get married and he's like no i don't want to get married the most rep- uh, consequences of his resistance is the fact that his mother um blames him for her high blood pressure which i thought was a clever moment to show like it shows how your parents manipulate you but also like such a missed opportunity because i mean that is the most he's like he'll ever uh, suffer but in reality in india even like it's not even just uh, i mean limited to like a different section of society who aren't on screen even for wealthy and affluent people sometimes resistance to arrange marriage can also end up in like honor killing and like um, dowry related violence domestic violence so i mean you can if you if you're willing if you're a show that wants to like Uh, just be blind to at least eighty percent of India. I think, and if that's your choice, that's fine. But then don't pretend like you're showing me whole of India or you're showing me Indian culture, which I think the show is doing. If you're calling yourself Indian matchmaking and only showing me one percenters who, like you pointed out, are all Hindu and all uh, uh, and all are like straight heterosexual like men and women, then you are just representing. You you're not even representing anyone to be. Yeah, and 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 this uh, one point disagreement with with diaspora and Indian Americans, and I, I, I think they because they left India when they left, mm-hmm. I think they are even more steeped uh, in capitalism than uh, people yeah. here. At least to get to at least after age uh, of of their own evolution, they do uh, at least learn and unlearn about these things. But I think, uh, like for example, we recently saw that. Uh, Uh, in Cisco, uh, uh, there was a caste, caste-related uh, yeah. uh, issue from from the, from the boss and his subordinate. So, so, so I, I think in, in, in the Indian Americans are also just as capitalist, or maybe some in some cases the diaspora as well. Uh, but at the same time, uh, what I found interesting between the Indian clients and the uh, Indian Americans is that um, I, this is something I want. I thought the show would get into. Is how they approach this uh, process. Like, what makes a Biasa and and Aparna to go for this matchmaking? Like, these, hmm. these are people who have dated before. These are people who hmm. have uh, tried. Uh, like, they have they had relationships before. So, what exactly makes them go to Sima uh, hmm. and and you know, go through the whole endogamy process? And uh, you know, one minute, I just complete this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, But 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 if you see the Indians, they they are completely at the loss. Like like they, yeah. like they know what they're going for, but but mm-hmm. but they don't they don't like Pradeepan doesn't know what he wants. He's very yeah. superficial. Yeah. Akshay doesn't even want to get married, but he 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 doesn't even have the uh, he 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 cannot face his mother and he he cannot tell uh, talk for himself. And and but 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 at least the Indian Americans uh, they they because they've had the kind of um, Life and they've had the kind of relationship that they've had. At least they're approaching this on their terms, and and they want to see this process through. You know, mm-hmm. you know, in 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 a more you know in a uh, in more extensive way. They're not going to be like Akshay. They're not going to desire after one meeting. Uh, so mm-hmm. so, that, that, so so at least at least they know what they're getting into. And but 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 I think the show never tries to get into these aspects of the yeah. whole process. Yeah. Which is. which is sad because the contrast i personally felt one of the things that stood out to me for, of the show is that the contrast between the indian clients and the indian american clients was so stark right like like you mentioned okay. for vyasar or for like say an aparna or even a rupam 
like for them uh, going to a matchmaker is obviously like one of the reasons for that is obviously because they want to stick to their own community to their class or even in some cases to their caste which the show never tells you but it's implied right that's the only reason they're going to an indian matchmaker but the other reason is also like they've seen it as an alternative to a dating app but with like compressed timelines like instead of like going on hinge they're going to a random woman who's going to show them people and i feel like nadia also kind of mentioned this on the show that you know it 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 is like for someone like her who's looking to settle down immediately just the fact knowing that the other person that she's meeting is equally serious about that and that's not something you can get on a dating app that guarantee like you can meet someone and you can have a connection or whatever but that person might be looking for something completely different than you you know but on the other side for the indians they weren't going to her out of their own free will it was obviously like it was always the parents like a certain degree like in ankita's case i think it would be lesser but for akshay and pradyuman it was more about the parents wanting to see them uh, settle yeah. down more than anything it was like a familial obligation and which i thought that the contrast was like i don't know if it was knowingly or unknowingly that it was so clear like it was right in front of your eyes the fact that you know how these guys are pressurized more than these guys yeah, and yet yeah. the show completely like clubs both these experience as single which was my yeah, main I mean, problem that, that is uh, that is interesting like because, because there in the indian side you 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 have the parents being the driving force for this hmm. process and while in the for the indian americans Uh, the the people involved are, are fully into it like they want to go for it but i would have liked hmm. to know that why nadia is ready for this why vyasar wants to go for this why is it that uh, they are not confident that they have find someone i mean like like this is a very um, uh, like it's a very i know it's a very individual issue like it's very personal mm-hmm. uh, what makes them go for it like do they like like do they want I mean, of course, they're all looking for a partner, but mm-hmm. have they exhausted all their like? Are they completely so exhausted that they have they need Seema in 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 your go for this? So, I so, would so like to argue like yeah. no, this is the only part where I would like to. I can't believe I'm doing this, but I would like to defend the show in the sense that I thought for the Indian Americans, like I mean, I thought it was very very clear why they were going to her. Like for Nadia's case, she makes it very clear that she's. met a couple of people and it has never worked out and she's uh, the gyani's uh, indian heritage bit is also an issue and also the fact that you know there's this moment where she breaks down and she's like i'm just so lonely and i just like she seems like yeah. someone who's desperate to like settle down like if you find her a great guy she will settle down tomorrow to me she came across that person and which is why going to a matchmaker who can ensure something like that makes sense yeah, yeah so and I'm not... that, that loneliness i think is, is comes through with her but um, but what exactly is the Uh, okay, let's start with Vyasar. Vyasar is thirty year old. He's a teaching instructor, and he says that he comes from like a, a kind of tragic uh, background. So again, for me, like the lonely uh, background, I'm saying the family history uh, that we learn. So for me, again, the loneliness bit kind of made sense that he would just like to be with someone. But yeah, marriage, I'm not sure why did he go to a matchmaker. He could have done that with a dating app or just like meeting people randomly too. So I'm not very clear about Vyasar. Aparna, though, I thought. Aparna is my favorite from the show, and like I thought, the only person who offers the show some complexity because she's so independent, successful, has like very outspoken to a point where she comes across as rude, and you know I feel like she's the only woman I've seen in a reality show, like at least an Indian woman who doesn't care about being likable at all, which made me like her so much more. Yeah. Uh, and she knows exactly what she wants. She'll talk back to guys. 
she's not like stroking your ego and she like she knows this is the definition i have of my life and someone has to fit here and not the other way around so for her is it's more about convenience i thought so that also made sense to me but vyasar yeah i'm i like i can't uh, i can't tell you for sure that i don't have a benefit of, like that i don't doubt why he went to her yeah and um, so so yeah like apna is a very interesting character because yeah. uh, I, i think she 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 blurs that line between you know uh like being like like we know that though, though we, we are all big fans of apana and we uh, we spoke about a lot of things uh, I, i think she is also like disliked by many and yeah that, yeah yeah uh, which is fine so like she, she's she a human being like that she's like she's basically like uh, she's she's either trolling the whole process uh, yeah, or she's just yeah. testing the process that how far this matter maker can yeah, go yeah yeah and you know like i mean that also shows a kind of a bad uh filmmaking on the part of the makers that if i was making this and if i had someone like aparna she would be my narrator in the sense that she's one of the people who's not just like you said trolling the whole process but also willingly going with it so she gives you that thing where you don't know like is she endorsing this or is she just laughing at it and the second is like i said she's one of those independent people like every like she's one of the prototype of a woman like i or my friends say that we would want to be you know and she's so progressive modern and yet the fact that she has to rely on this outdated practice to find someone you know is also was also very interesting to me that no matter like how independent you get does is is that what being an indian woman is that at some point you will have to like come back or you know negotiate a pay, like a couple of patriarchal setups anyway is that like the end all for everyone so that was very very interesting to me and the third is because i thought she was the most watchable person on the show like genuine everything that comes out of her mouth is a one liner and yeah. she's genuinely the human version of a meme so and there's no literally no um second with her on the frame that i did not enjoy you know and she i also like comedy but she's actually doing an improv right yeah exactly and like she's just doesn't give a fuck about like anything and to me that's the kind of that's why you watch reality shows like you want people at their unfiltered best and this is she's the closest that the show gets to it but yeah. also i also think that you know the back story with the mother where the mother is like you know i was forced into an arranged marriage at a young age and it wasn't a happy marriage and then i moved to a country that wasn't my own and i raised my two daughters and i don't want her to make the same mistakes that i did so i want her to take as much time as she wants and be as choosy that kind of humanized the whole fussiness and pickiness the fact that she is rude it, it made me i feel like i know so much more about aparna than what the show told me and you know she genuinely felt to me like the most human person in the show everyone else just felt like talking bots so yeah and and it's very interesting how the show treats her because even though there's akshay's mother who is genuinely saying like you know there's that scene in the dinner table that haunts me where she's just telling her daughter in law that next year you have to have a baby like announcing her how her reproductive timeline should be without like consulting her and then like genuinely forcing and pressurizing her son to get married and she's obviously feels like a prototype of that overprotective indian mother right like this is a man who has no opinion on anything who only eats theobroma brownies and talks to his cousin like throughout the whole show he only talks to his cousin he can't even like make conversation with the girl that he is about to marry you know he like actually he he needs his brother's advice even for what you know yeah 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 and also like i mean 
and 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 the show treats aparna as the villain and not that woman so that's a choice right i mean i yeah. get your reality tv or your just a fun show but these also these are things that say where you stand upon where you stand with like which side you stand on at least and also like whenever like akshay obviously the two people who get the most screen time are akshay and pradyuman two people who shouldn't have gotten that much screen time yeah. and and if you i'm pretty sure you've noticed you know how the background music and like the camera is just so lovingly like showing them as this ideal indian family like even suraj barjatia was not obsessed with uh an indian family as the show was with these yeah, i mean the, the the whole thing about you know the, the, all the jewelry under the bed and um, yeah <laughs> that there's just this is blatant this showing off right showing off well yeah and at one point like she uh, the mother is essentially like I'll be totally honest with you that she's going to expect more of more of it from the girl's family like that's yeah, what yeah, you're telling me that akshay's family isn't going to ask for dowry her mother is not even going to like uh, i mean bring up that topic that is very hard for me to like uh, understand or digest and also the fact where uh, I mean, this could have been a show that could have actually told you how Indians are so more obsessed about weddings than they are about like what entails a marriage. Because his mother is just wants like the wedding to happen, just wants to give like this jewelry to her daughter-in-law. Just wants is waiting for that event to happen and change her life for the better. And uh, the other opportunity that the show missed is, of course, it it focuses on some uh, a couple of. a couple of this one one divorcee who is looking for a partner hmm. uh, but uh, but it, so i found this line very um, hmm. resonated at least for our generation when when seema says that uh, divorce rates are going up marriages are breaking like biscuits biscuits yeah i think that is something that the show should have introspected with uh, they should I have reflected mean... why that this <laughs> marriages are breaking up and divorce hmm. going up and this is this, this this is like very similar to you know um uh, similar to say something like i think uh, last we read an article on data about how uh, if, if, if the crime rate in the state is going up it means that the crime is being reported more and it's a good thing in hmm. long so so hmm. if divorce is going up then people yeah, are yeah, yeah, for yeah. themselves and they are finding fault with their relationship and they are getting out of it and it's a good thing for them so i mean i think, think that about that's it that's what the show doesn't go into at all Yeah, but think about it. Like, given how the show functions, and given how they show uh, the shit show that arranged marriages, even for like the uh, sections of society who are well to do, isn't it becoming like the strongest case for divorce? Like, if these are the ways that even, that arranged marriage will happen, obviously there are going to be divorce, na? So in that sense, shouldn't you be like? I'm not saying that this is the show that should have been like critiquing every part of it, but you could have also acknowledged that you know. This is something that is in need of fixing. Like I found that whole gaze insufferable when, like, she goes to a face reader to like find out whether someone is gonna have twins yeah, or <laughs> or like basically when the face reader says that Aparna is just like a very gamandi woman and she will want a husband who is obedient and she will want to slap the husband. I'm sure Seema has a package, right? Like these things are included. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So why are these people actually going for this? I mean, what do they get out of that? That 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 old astrologer guy who spoke to Aparna that was horrible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and the guy starts off by saying astrology is nothing but astronomy. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> astrology is not astronomy. So 
but th- those are my things that those face reader the gaze that they had towards or the tone that they had towards a face reader or that astrologer the relationship coach i actually didn't mind because i mean i felt like that was still understandable like young people going to a relationship coach to understand what life is but you notice that um aparna uh, sorry seema kind of tells them that you're going to a life coach but you know when you actually see that person with that Yeah. with that coach you realize that it's more of a relationship because, like a therapy life coach has now lost meaning like everyone yeah. there's, there's a life coach everywhere yeah, yeah. and like which also reveals that for seema like her thinking is that life is about marriage right yeah. and that there is nothing else to life so these are and and like there's no questioning i remember there's this one part where seema is chanting buddhist chants and meditating and saying that you know i'm doing this so that uh, i'm doing this to send positive vibes to aparna so that she meets someone like how is that firstly scientifically possible logically possible and for the like for the show to that shoot it and then like not i mean it's not even like yeah, it's I mean, kind of showing how ridiculous it is it's kind of endorsing it also exactly i mean it it, it almost like it 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 it's so unironically short and unironically delivered yeah. to the client them uh, not very united it it it's all really i mean that that part was really sad even even as something basic as having a laugh track maybe you know you could have had so much fun with it even just a, something as basic as just having a laugh track when someone like seema is saying shit like that would make me know that you are on my side or that you know that what she's saying is bullshit but we are also giving her a platform to say it which is also like the fact right you're I'm not saying that any of these things are not true. Like we made Ashwarya Rai marry a tree before she married Abhishek Bachchan. So it's not like I'm not saying that superstition is not one of our biggest industries or that you know in conversations around marriage, superstition like dowry doesn't feature. But it's interesting to me that you mention superstition, but you don't mention dowry, even though both I feel like are on an equal footing when it comes to arranged marriage. But the other thing is that I'm not saying it's untrue. But you should also tell me that you know these are the things that should also change. exactly uh so uh the other thing is uh, so coming back to the hate watching the something that i want <laughs> to make uh so people hate watching so many things and at the same time also complaining about uh things that come up on streaming as original content <laughs> uh it is almost like it's that that people don't understand the algorithm yeah. driving in these days and if they're going to hate watch so many yeah. shows that they hate they're only going to get more of indian matchmaking but you know i mean again i might be biased so i'm pretty sure i i would get if you don't agree with me i don't see the problem with these shows existing or even getting renewed no, no, you know because yeah, yeah. i mean it's like hindi cinema right you need like a salman khan film or a rohit shetty film to do the numbers that it does for to give us an ecosystem where you can also no, no, i totally have, understand that i am talking yeah. about people uh, yeah, yeah, having yeah. both the views like you are talking about cluelessness what the hypocrisy yeah 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 you're talking more of the cluelessness of the viewers which also like is one of my driving problems is that anyone who says they are hate watching um, Indian matchmaking are basically like scared to or basically don't want to admit that you know they are also having fun. They want like a distance with it, which I don't understand because it's okay. Just because you're watching Indian matchmaking yeah. doesn't mean you won't be able to appreciate the genius of Nolan whenever he releases his film. So I don't understand this double standards. And you're completely right. The more you, I mean, like you see in a couple like three days from since the show dropped, which I think was on Thursday, there my timeline is filled with takes not only on Indian matchmaking. 
not only like criticism on indian matchmaking but also criticism against the criticism of indian matchmaking and then there's also the people who are like please don't watch it but we will also talk about it and the other section of people who are like just memes which i enjoy like the out of context uh, indian matchmaking uh, universe is my favorite what are you think, going to think about you for me you wrote two articles yeah, so now you're going to i'm i'm milking this as my oscar <laughs> season i have already written two <laughs> articles i have basically manipulated a friend to give me his podcast to talk about it also and i'm by the looks of it i'm not stopping re- tweeting about it either so i'm exactly the audience that indian matchmaking wants and is getting tweet your way to second season yeah <laughs> yeah okay but like i want to ask you tell me who was your favorite participant in the show like who did you i mean if not relate with because you are i mean happily married so i mean how you are watching the show is very different than how i am watching the show but who did you like kind of for more invested with i i was really interested in vyas's uh, hmm. uh, is it like, because he I, just comes across as this very sweet guy yeah he's very very sweet guy and very uh, it seems to be uh, uh, you know he, he seems to have a lot of maybe because lots of he has to he has a lot of interest aligned with mine but i don't know mm-hmm. but but at the same time he uh he seemed genuine and I, it it kind of felt like a disservice to end his thing on a cliffhanger i mean i don't know mm. how yeah yeah to, so it's 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 kind of uh, uh tapered tapered out for me but i did uh was kind of invested in this case quite for that's quite another thing right it's like it's structured so weirdly like okay i'm not uh, I don't feel like we can question why Pradyuman or Akshay yeah. were their main focus because that's their decision. But the way they chose to kind of conclude, say, or Nadia or uh, even a Vyasa is questionable, right? Because they just abruptly finish it. I mean, leave it, and then they go on to someone else. Even Rupam is just there to make a point about how you know divorcee representation. First of all, it's so clear. Secondly, that oh, let's find someone for her, and thirdly, because. Yeah, for a dad, and thirdly, because I mean, they wanted to show that dating app thing, which I don't think made any sense with the show. Like, isn't it actually showing that uh, Indian match, like the whole matchmaking process, a flawed process? If like you can get find someone on dating apps, why are you doing this? I mean, that didn't fit well with me in the structure, and also even the Aparna thing. I think they just like, obviously, I'm very biased, but I felt like they just like kind of. Uh, rush through it and you know when she meets that guy jay this woman is like oh aparna i'm noticing such a big change in you you've become so much nicer as if to imply that you know a boy has just like changed her like it's like reverse tamasha this is also the reason that the uh, the thing that we talked about about the difference between uh, the indian americans and the indians hmm. is so dark uh, it's probably that is something that drove a lot of their decisions Uh, mm-hmm. That uh, they anchor the show around the two Indians, uh, but uh, you know, uh, but this, yeah, that's you, a very interesting show, point. Show around the uh, Indian Americans here and there because these Indian Americans, they are not completely dependent on Seema in 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 in. Yeah, they, yeah. You know, Akshay is probably. I mean, I mean, even if Akshay is, um, whenever he wants to get married, he's going to go through the same process. Like it's not yeah. like he's suddenly going to change and he's going to. Uh, being a dating app, he doesn't seem like that kind of guy. Talks, but you know, now that you talk, now that you talk of it, that's actually another point that I'm just realizing is so dishonest of them that you know this is a show where it's two main uh, people that it follows are two mollycoddled men. Okay, Akshay and Pradyuman, 
but it also has that whole indian american gaze to it like they're showing it as like a very uh, distance from like everything that's wrong with arranged marriage to so i feel like they're using the indian americans as an excuse to do that like it would make sense right with the indian americans yeah. and like yeah. for some uh, part it also does that they would be distanced from conversations around caste or class because by virtue of leaving the country their outlook towards it is very different like we talked about how the parents are far lesser involved like even if aparna's mother doesn't like anyone and if she does you know she's not going to say no you will not marry you know but uh, it's it's reverse in this case but they, i felt i feel like the kind of using that as an excuse to i mean not ओके I mean there you can still get like it's Danny Boyle like he's in a way he's kind of like saying that you know these are my limitations and I will make an Indian film of my version this is not an Indian film it wasn't an Indian film technically it just it was a film that depicted India in a way and had like Indian actors but in this case uh the the fact is I completely lost my train of thought do you know what I was going to say you're talking about the white americans making this show yeah 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 oh wait yeah i was saying the best example that this is a show made by uh, white american people who are pretending to be indian to me was the montages that they started from the third episode you know where they showed you those older couples like every episode starts with like an I, older I couple the older, the older couples were so far more interesting than everyone else yeah but okay i'm telling you that you know why they're using this right they're using like older couples who have been married for 30 years or more and who have been married at a time when arranged marriage was not an option it was i mean the only choice okay like at least for a majority of the people they're showing them just to like show the fact that you know this works which is a fair assessment but uh, also like a dishonest ass- assessment right because you're yeah, telling I mean, me no, that nobody no, nobody really knows how happy or how unhappy they yeah, are yeah yeah and also nobody is kind of understanding the fact that arranged marriages at that time were very very different than arranged marriages right now and even if you defend it's or not, even if you can understand about the process it's also about how people, yeah. people's perspective towards marriage like Like, like for uh, like for example, I'm sure a lot of arranged marriages uh, that probably happened in the 70s and 80s, if they happened, uh, if, if the same uh, uh, pairs were to ma- marry now, I'm sure there will be lo- a lot more divorces than there was. Yeah, so, exactly. Like a lot of people probably shouldn't be coupled so for so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they also like which to me felt like they were sugar coating the whole excess of it in the sense that they're telling you that look these are people who have done the same thing that you're seeing the participants do right now and they did it 30 years ago and if they could last why can't you this is also the argument that at least my yeah. parents have been given to me for a while that you know see us we've been married uh, we didn't know each other before marrying like my parents met each other on the day they were getting getting married which is like a ridic- completely ridiculous proposition right but my mother always tells me that if your dad and i have made it work why can't you do it with someone but you also have to understand that at that point i mean women were not supposed to have expectations from a marriage forget like standards like i don't think like when you got married back in the day even having a happy marriage was like one of your priorities like it was just the fact that you know this is life now 
exactly so that is i mean it's a very typical reason that uh, most parents give even today so yeah yeah but i i mean i agree with you that they did like some of the stories were very enduring like uh, when one of the couples are like you know i if you know they talk about how much they love each other or they take care of each other and all of that and one woman talks about how women uh, women shouldn't marry early and all of that but they treated i think the gays is i think the one of the main problems of the show and also the fact that there's no self awareness at all like they lack any amount of like humor irony or like just i'm not sure what they all like like i mean they had blindfolders on while they were shooting it because yeah, there's i mean that, that that is i mean this part is all probably gives away their uh, point of view and their gaze towards the whole process and yeah, what yeah. yeah and also like towards the end you know they do that montage of like happy marriages and everyone like just being happy to kind of say that you know okay all of this process is actually worth it which is such a weird thing to like say as like show creators i read somewhere that apparently uh, smriti mundra who's one of the who's the executive producer of the show i think she's the only person of color uh, on the in the show with a position uh, seema actually served as her matchmaker and she's made the documentary a documentary i think in 2017 on arranged marriage called uh, a suitable girl where seema is also there because her daughter is features in the documentary and her daughter is getting married so yeah we know where it comes yeah yeah but also like would you okay i have a question to ask because i've been thinking about this for a while do you think uh, this could have been a better show if like say uh, indian creators were involved like indian creators far more suited to not just the material at hand even though i understand it's a reality tv but also like gender politics in the country uh no i i i'm, I'm not really sure i mean i i, I don't think uh, uh an indian crew or an or, or a show that is that is completely uh, an indian creation would have uh, i mean it, it it i don't think that alone qualifies anyone to uh make a better show or make a more critical show or make uh, have a different point of view for the whole thing uh i i think it is just uh, it is just about where you come from and what you want to highlight and what is it that you want to say uh, through the show i don't even know if reality tv thinks on those lines but because this show is kind of you know it's a quasi documentary approach that it takes uh, that's why it's even uh, i mean that's why these questions even come up so so in that case i think it's really about the decision of what to say and how how to say it and what to show uh and how to show is something that uh that no matter where the creators are from uh, should have taken uh, because i don't think this is a dumb uh, they know a lot of this they know what is this they know what they're going into uh, it's just their decision to show and uh, Uh, how to show and what criticize and what not to criticize. So I think I don't think an Indian crew automatically would have uh, uh, given us a better show. Or hmm. Because I I was of the opinion that you know also because like we also made in heaven, which is also like which is basically the fictional part of this, right? It also shows marriages. It also shows the same section of the society, but it also shows you like even though this exists and this is happening. More of a wedding thing than a marriage thing. But yeah, it's sure. Actually, yeah. Sure, but, but this is also uh, like essentially yeah. weddings more than marriages. Like they're only showing you the bit that leads to the wedding, not after that. So I did think that if because I feel like why it's so uncomfortable for you and me to watch this show is because you know we get the 
parts or the bits about the show that got lost in translation like if i'm watching the same show with like say someone who lives in america and who has no ideas about why this is as cringy as it is i mean i feel like that's the difference and if if there was someone who could have gotten at least the humor of it because uh, there was a lived in experience like i feel like that's one of the things that was missing was the lived in experience because i understand smriti is someone who lives in say who's an indian american who second generation indian american who has a sort of distance from it so she might not be like prone to you know seeing all the things that she doesn't have to deal with immediately i mean i'm not sure how accurate this is but i did think about it for a while um okay last question what do you think was the strangest like for you was the strangest moment of indian matchmaking well it did in the everything that uh, akshay tries to uh, <laughs> you know when, when, he, when he tries to talk to the girl when he tries to say something those are really awkward and tough to watch moments like at some level uh, you know how he's been brought up so at some level it's got to sad and i kind of feel sad for him uh for the way that he's been brought up i mean of course he's i'm sure he's had a cushion life and everything yeah. Uh, yeah but i think he's not at all ready for the outside world which probably he'll, he'll never see and he always been that cocoon uh, he has a rich family and everything but at the same time it was kind of sad to see that uh, someone can be that you know uh, so can can be so cocoon that you don't even know what to say or how to approach something so yeah. it was kind of sad for me and yeah. uh, and definitely like like we talk about loneliness and that was also a big uh, impact for me like why do these people go to chima that was one of the questions i always had mm-hmm. um, what is it that in their life that, that they see that is missing that they can't do for themselves mm-hmm. so so that, that 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 those two i think two of the most interesting points for me yeah i mean like now that you say it like even i did feel bad for akshay a little bit even though like i didn't care for him much but I mean, again, another wasted opportunity because they actually had contestants or participants. I'm not sure how to refer them as, but who could, I mean, uh, earn that emotional investment, right, from you. So the fact that they couldn't, I mean, think a little harder on it is kind of sad. It could have actually been so much more fun, and like people maybe wouldn't say that you know they hate watching it and actually like enjoyed it. I don't know. But do you think there's going to be a season two? Well, it looks like. I mean, the, the, the way it's been received, I think there will be. They might do it. Yeah. Yeah. They because be, I India mean, India matchmaking will probably become the bachelor of India. Who knows? Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Actually, I'm kind of like excited for it. Also, <laughs> I can't believe okay, I'm well. saying that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think we've rambled uh, a lot, uh, and I think uh, uh, we shouldn't give Rahul more heart attack about like just. Uh, taking away his podcast yeah. from him so that's all from yeah. us so thank yeah. you aditya for agreeing to come and talk about indian matchmaking with him this was very fun and hopefully we'll get to do it again um see you all next week